What's up, everyone? Welcome to the 564th episode of the Pokemon Podcast. It's super effective. I'm your host, Steve. With me is Hannah. I actually caught three Cleaver yesterday. None of them were shiny or tiny or huge or anything like that, but free comic book day inspired me to actually get outside and walk around a little bit instead of just doing chores all day. Not Niantic, free comic book day. Yes. <laughs> I didn't I didn't get any cleavers. I didn't even I didn't even look. I mean the thing said, hey, there's cleavers I went cool. Greg's here. I'm here. Guess what, everybody? I have repaired the fence so i don't have i can let my dogs out in my backyard now i suggest that none of you come and actually look at how we hacked together bits and pieces <laughs> to make a fence because it's total trash yard but i can let my dogs out in the morning i don't have to worry about it they can just run free in our yard and eat all the things that are left in our yard by all the crows i think it's really funny to feed our dogs but i, I have a new sense of freedom in my life nature is healing I've hacked together a fence. <laughs> if it works, it works. Yeah, I mean, it, it holds the dogs in. <laughs> That's all it exactly. Needs to do. Well, speaking of Cleaver, the, the, the Cleaver event happened. Greg probably would have came out with me, but they were uh, doing what Magic the Gathering convention. I was at Magic Con, conning up the magic. Will and I and a bunch of other people were at Magic Con. And we saw everything the first day on <laughs> Friday because it's small. Is it? Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, Mall of America was not busy, which is really weird for a Saturday. Nothing, nothing's been busy. And I'm trying to figure out Well, I know it was prom weekend because we went to go get food and a million people showed up in prom outfits. And I'm like, wait, did you go okay. to the Nicolette Diner? No, we drove up <laughs> northeast to go to Punch. Here's the thing, though. I was waiting in line. For the bathroom and a prom guy and gal came out of the bathroom together and I judged them. I looked right in their eyes and said, that is <laughs> you, inappropriate. Or were you the old white man judging yeah. the, the, Look, the, the kids? As I've aged, I have a role <laughs> to play. And my role is to look at the youths judgingly. I would have been less judgmental if it was two guys, but no, it was a guy and a girl. And I know what they were. They were trying to fix her dress or whatever. They were trying. Yeah, they were trying to fix her dress. I'm sure. Because you're at a punch. You're at the punch pizza for your prom dinner. I'm like, you know, back in my day, we, we went for an expensive meal. Olive Garden. I think, no, I think we at my prom, we went to get ice cream. So we're good. <laughs> no, there is a Japanese restaurant downtown called Kikigawa that we drove... <laughs> All the way to downtown, 45 minutes to get dinner so we could turn around and drive 45 minutes back to the suburbs because we didn't want to eat at any of the restaurants in our area. That makes oh, sense. Children. But yeah, it's it's prom time and it's graduation time and that might all have something to do with it. Oh yeah, there's a huge graduation at the convention center. So MagicCon is happening, so there's a bunch of magic geeks. Then... I th we were we pretty sure it's Metro State University who's having their graduation ceremony. So there's a million people there. And then on the lower floor was the girls dance competitions. So there's also a ton of tiny girls with severe buns and lots of makeup on also <laughs> running around. Yesterday was wild. We're like, I don't know what's happening. And it's a lot right now. I'm sure at least like two of those dance girls are also into magic. 
quite possibly. They're probably they, they didn't slinging let us some see spells it, up there. They're out there spell slinging, <laughs> slapping cards, <laughs> boasting, making booster packs, making trades, deals, the whole nine yards. Uh, let's start with the Pokemon Go news. Uh, we have two specific articles. Hannah was very excited about the Larvesta stuff last week. And then <laughs> womp, womp, womp. <laughs> for for our audio listeners, I believe Hannah rolled her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you can hear it. If you couldn't hear it, you're not paying attention. So, you know, Larvesta's in Pokemon Go now. Uh, there was some confusion on Niantic's own blog post of how Larvesta was hatching through eggs. Got clarification during the show. That was nice. This is off the SilphRoad.com. Not to be confused with the SilphRoad subreddit, which is the same thing, kind of. But they do longer, more journalistic articles on the website that no one visits and then post it to the subreddit where most people don't read the article. They just read the comments of people complaining about the article. Uh, we have the article here. So this is also, what's the word for it? Uh, user curated data. There's probably a better term for that. Curated's not the right word, but my brain's <laughs> not coming up with the right one. Like the self-road, like, worked with a bunch, a bunch of people worked together to get as much data user gathered user gathered data that, that's that's probably there <laughs> this is the the user gathered data stuff you know take it for what it's worth it's kind of why we know what the shiny odds for community day are because we've had so many community days and so much reporting that eventually the math lines up and niantic will never tell us so this is some data so uh you don't know uh larvesta is hatching from two five and ten k eggs and the silk road was determined to see how uh, rare hatching larvesta was. Researchers, they didn't say how many researchers, but they, they did 364 eggs in total and observed that larvesta hatched at a 0.82% chance. That's less than 1%. Uh, mm. They are 95% confident in that with an interval of 0.23 and 2.18%. Um, that's the science slash data part that I don't understand. I know that they, they're like, this is our error. I don't know how they get there. That's way more complicated math. I just understand that it w it's less than 1%. <laughs> um, so they, they said they hatched 143 2K eggs with one Larvesta, 148 5K eggs with Larvesta, and uh, 73 10K eggs with one Larvesta. <laughs> yeah. The way those error ranges work is that even with the error ranges, this is a bad rate. Oh, yeah. On each end of it. This is yeah. a bad hatch rate. This is not an event where you're actually going to get a Larvesta. It's also tough because it is still like RNG and 143 is a good, but it's not a great amount, right? Like yeah. you need a lot more, which is why like their interval is such a huge swing because. Oh, you mean the 0.23 to yeah, 2.8? Yeah. Because 140, like, one in 100 odds, but we all know that RNG doesn't necessarily line up to 100. So, like, if you really want to get close to what actual odds are, you want much higher rates, like 500, 1,000. Because then you have so many variances of 100, you can get very, much closer to what the actual odds are. So, like, the 10K egg thing that even hit 100... Um, so, like, the confidence level in between those is like, okay, well... It looks that way, but you also didn't go over 100, so you could have just had the RNG work out for you. 
no matter what, the odds are bad. Like, <laughs> like it yep. does look not great. And, and to cap it all off, as this event is ending, right before we started recording today, Niantic pushed a push <laughs> notification in Pokemon Go asking, yeah. have you evolved Larvesta into Volcarona yet? No. No, don't. Didn't <laughs> get one. nobody's Haven't even gotten it. this Pokemon. <laughs> They they did 364 eggs total, which is a lot of eggs. I kind of wish they made it to 500. I feel like 500 is like the first bottom threshold I would maybe go to. But yeah, but you don't have ha have hatch distance or decreased hatch distance that yeah, distance yeah, yeah. in this event. You're just hatching these eggs as you go. Right. Yep. Even if you're trying, you can't get and, all that you know, many. Also, since they aren't just handing out incubators, like. <laughs> These people have to pay to do this yep. research, which is like, I don't blame them for not going higher numbers. I'd be like, no, nothing. I have to do what? No. For denied. Uh, bless their soul. I don't remember who messaged me. It was it was like the day after uh, Larvesta started. And they said, they said, hey, did you hatch a Larvesta yet? Me and my friends have hatched about 50 eggs so far. And none of us has got, have gotten one. And this was before I knew that. It was 0.82% hatch rate, according to the Silk Road. And I said, nah, man, I gave up on eggs like four years ago when I... <laughs> <laughs> what? It was, it was an Adventure Week event. I want to say it was when... I don't think it was the Kanto fossils. So the next set of fossils would have been the Hoenn fossils. Maybe it was. It was like the first ever adventure week that they really pushed egg stuff. And I, I, I spent like 20 or $30 on incubators because I was like, oh, this sounds really exciting. This is really great. Maybe it was the Kanto stuff, but it was like the first time they could be shiny, I think maybe. But I was so disappointed with the money spent on incubators <laughs> that I swore off incubators. And I think since then, I have maybe only purchased incubators in relation to them being in a bundle with other things I wanted, like raid passes. But I've never just been like, oh, I'm, I'm going to crack down and get myself 10 incubators for the weekend. It just, I, I can't think of an egg event that actually has been good. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i miss maybe maybe there's one or two egg events out there but i i can't think of one i can't think of a single egg event where i was like man i wish i would have bought incubators that event actually ended up being good odds yeah i know i've purchased incubators for a couple of events in the last maybe just one event in the last few years but it's never i never succeed it's just a little <laughs> bit of extra excitement from hatching the things which is not worth it <laughs> Like, I have a bunch of incubators from past bundles. I just, I usually end up saving them for, like, a GoFest. And I mm. only, like, save them for the sake of, like, okay, I've been sitting on a bunch of 10k eggs. Now I can, like, put these in incubators. They're gone. Now I can only collect 2k eggs from the GoFest event. Like, I use them very strategically. <laughs> you know, like, mm -hmm. like, I could have used the incubators and tried to go for Larvesta, but also, like, we say this time and time again, Pokemon Go is like this long con game where you they they introduce something new and exciting. They make it incredibly rare. I, I get it to a point like they want to extend the length of their game. But we all know that Larvesta will eventually become more common. As long as this game keeps going. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's the whole like Gibble. You know, they put they put Gibble in 
raids for whatever GoFest that was. I think that was the Meloetta GoFest. And then a year later, Gibble Community Day. Yeah. Which is not a complaint in itself. It's just, you know, they they double dip very frequently. This is not new. I I think they sort of like shot themselves in the foot a little bit with like, you're now, what, what are we at? Seven years of this game? Yeah. We all know the pattern. If you can just wait a year, it won't be this hard. <laughs> and it's probably going to take six months for the people who are into PvP to be like, oh, no, this is really good and you want one. And at that point, you're like, well, I missed the first one because they want to spend money. So I'm just going to wait. So, like, they've set up this expectation of their own game that also... <laughs> Um, we can get these in the regular standard games. So yeah, yep. They're, they're like just, they're just the, there. The the magic uh is only for the people who've only only ever played Pokemon Go, and I have a feeling that is a diminishing. Or for the people, people who still want to catch and have that Pokedex entry, or yeah. in this case, hatch and have that Pokedex entry. Or this is kind the of comparable. People out there that really like Larvista. <laughs> Yeah, that too. (laughs) We know one. This is kind of comparable to Noibat, and I think it took two years Mm, to get the Noibat Community Day. Yeah. And Larvest is way cooler than Noibat. Come on. How dare you? Noibat has speaker ears. (laughs) He does have speaker ears. True. (laughs) Very true. But Larvesta has both future and past, has both paradox forms. Yeah, Slitherwing, Iron Moth. <laughs> Very good. I, I had this article already pulled for um, this week's show. This is our, our last bit of Pokemon Go news here, uh, which I saw everyone talking about. And then there was a follow-up that I saw no one talking about. <laughs> you didn't see anyone talking about it? No, I didn't see anyone talking about the follow-up. Hmm. I'll read the original article off NintendoLife.com here. Uh, this was posted on May 3rd. Believe it or not, it's not butter. Pokemon Go has been around for seven years, launching back in 2016 of July. Uh, according to mobilegame.biz, Pokemon Go's monthly earnings for April of 2023 was significantly lower than March, uh, which itself was poor compared to February. The app brought in 300, oh, sorry, $34.7 million in April. million in March and 58 million in February, uh, meaning the drop over the course of two months is about 40%. While 34.7 million is a significant amount of cash, April of 2023 marks the lowest earning period for the game since February of 2028. I'm trying to remember what, like, uh, (laughs) was that like, ah, gosh, I can't remember what event that was. The reasoning behind this might be to the widespread negative reception to Niantic's decision to increase the price of remote raid passes, which started on April 2023. Um, And then there was an update, but I guess we'll stop there for now. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people were talking about this. I think the thing that I saw was like people being like, we told you, Niantic, we're not spending the money. But like my thought process was. Niantic knew this was going to happen. They were very much (laughs) like, if we limit the money you spend, we know we're not going to make like that's not the like. If anyone should not be surprised, it's Niantic. They knew exactly. (laughs) 
Like, look, I'm, I, I think the decision was like bad and not great and obviously mm-hmm. made people upset. But they, they they had a choice. Niantic had a choice of limiting raid passes because they want people to go outside and play the game that they want. Whether or not you agree with it, Niantic wants you to play a game in the certain way. Or the other decision was stay at home, continue buying raid passes, do as many as you want until your heart's content, and then they get easy, I don't know, easy money. And they chose to not take the easy money and they want Mm -hmm. you to play the game in a certain way. Like, this is shocking to no one. Well, it was shocking to people online, but to me, I was like, this... (laughs) Right. Yes, they are making less money because they limited one of their sources, of course. They're they're making less money in in in-app purchases. I am pretty certain that the statistic that this is counting is only in-app purchases. So that's not taking into account, say, the GoFest tickets. And that's where everybody is kind of actually has still... If anybody still has excitement about this game, GoFest is more likely to be one of those places (laughs) places that people are excited about um so that combined with the fact that uh the events in this game have been bad recently just bad there's been no reason to pay for anything in game a lot of the time especially once you say see the larvesta hatching rates yeah, I think that was the thing that bothered me the most about all these articles or about people focusing on the remote ray pass stuff is if you just look at this whole season as a whole, Rising Heroes, it's mm-hmm. it's bad. It's a bad season. And that's, I you mean, know, like, you know, I've played the ray pl- pass stuff also impacts it. I think it's definitely a combination of those two. things. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not I'm not saying that it had nothing to do with the raid passes. But even if you could spend as many raid passes as you wanted, there there wasn't like very exciting <laughs> raids to do like yeah. did they did they not in this season in rising heroes unless i'm forgetting something did they not bring back ho oh and lugia again like i think shiny top of bulu was new yeah Bu- uh, yeah i think uh bulu was new yes and then i think we're getting finny in a week or two yeah the first time and then there was a new shiny genesect drive form like, i think with our audio listeners greg rolled there <laughs> But, I mean, it's just it's it's just a weird knockoff transformer. It doesn't even play music. Genesect is great. Yeah, he's but there right. are a lot of forms that look no different. Right, unless at least you look the at the back. looks different. <laughs> I mean, it's not even like like Deoxys at least gets thicker and thinner. <laughs> yeah, he gets that SpongeBob <laughs> form. It's nice, really great. He gets that nice thick form with two C's, as the kids say. I'm trying to like see if there's a listing of what the raids were for Seasons of Heroes. I'm looking. Yeah, it, I I don't know. I I can't think of like like the last time I felt like Pokemon Go was great was Vegas, and I know that's like a huge ex- ex- exception because it was an in person event, and they had Primals, and Rayquaza came back, and and then yeah, Rising Heroes has just been a real bummer of a season. And I, like like I was gonna say, you know, I I play plenty of games with season passes, and sometimes you get a season that's kind of a dud, and that's okay. You you know, you come uh, back when the season, seasons change over. Here was March. Tornadus. Ho-Oh. Thunderous. Lugia. <laughs> with the Mega Charizard, Mega Metacham, and Mega Alakazam raids. And then Regilecki and Regidrago. And we know how well those went. Uh, Metacham was new, I think? Yep. At yeah. that time, Metacham was new. Mega. 
but you only really need to do one. Yeah, I think that yeah, that one was like low mega cost. Uh okay, so then that was the original article going around on May 3rd, and then the next day on May 4th. Which I saw Star a ton day. of people talking about. Yeah, I, I maybe I'm in different circles here. Uh so it was mobilegamer.biz uh highlighted or Talked about the the money and then a Niantic spokesperson doesn't say their name. Quote, we generally don't comment on third party estimates of our revenue as they are often incorrect, which is the case here. <laughs> our revenue so far in 2023 is up on last year. Uh, and then they say we don't focus on month to month trends because they fluctuate based on major live events. This year's changes have already increased in person rating. To be fair, I, I believe that. Uh, and we're excited to introduce exciting features over the coming months. Um, so that, that those were their two comments they said on, you know, maybe that number's not correct. Well, they didn't say the number was wrong. They just <laughs> said they don't focus on month to month. The month to month is with the in-app purchases. That statistic from the original article is correct. Their in-app purchases have gone down a significant amount. They're just saying... We usually focus on year to year instead, and this Which, year is up. So every, it's a different thing. Yeah, every company focuses on the year end because if you focus solely on month to month, like you are not, like you're not honestly, there are so many fluctuations in how people spend money and what happens and weather events that affect like a million different things. Uh, like, Corporations like quarters, because they'll certainly get on their employees like this three month average was down and we need to pick it up for the year or this three month average was great. Keep it up. We want you to do more. So, I mean, again, we aren't seeing their entire revenue stream, right? Like we don't see everything that they go into. We don't see any of the other metrics that go in like we are looking at one metric that probably makes up their giant revenue stream. Um, and those are going to fluctuate over a million reasons. So, I mean, they do say our revenues are often incorrect, which is the case here. They are saying like you aren't getting all of the numbers. And so you can't make a great call off of the limited view that you have, which I will say is 100 percent accurate and which is why it's it's frustrating when people are like ah look they're down this week i'm like yeah but did they cool. even consider the pokemon go and kung fu tea partnership which is probably no. why they're up for the month yeah that was probably a killer <laughs> and, uh, we didn't yeah i don't know <laughs> i don't know what kung fu tea is but there is a partnership but yeah you're I, yeah you you both are correct like those numbers are only in-app purchases. I'm joking about this tea deal, but I, I actually would be yeah. curious what the money situation for that yeah. is. Um, you know, there's the, you know, people like to say like Niantic selling our data, location data, which I don't know who's buying it that they can't get from Google or Target or anywhere else that is selling your location data. But I like mean, that is that is also probably revenue. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we say we don't know who's buying it, generally marketing people are taking every ounce of data they can to repackage it and sell it to the corporations who want it. So like Target uses we all know Target uses their own internal 
backtracking for some of the scary things that happens if you use your phone a lot at Target because they get really, they really do watch where you go. We'll send you targeted ads based off of where you visited on your last one. Uh, there have been a couple of embarrassing stories, which you can look up on your own. I mean, I guess I guess we'll see going into the summer. The summer is Niantic's Christmas. It is their busiest. North American summer. American cares about America and Japanese summer. Anything, anything (laughs) south of the equator, you're on your own. So I I guess we'll see going forward. But Niantic says people are doing more in person raids that's a thing well yes they're being forced to. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're doing sure. the thing we're forcing them to do winning uh i will say that i did i normally go to so the cleaver was like 11 to 2 uh, and i know uh, usually i think most people i think most hardcore pokemon fans when there's an event they go right at the time it starts because that's the most amount of people i will say though Again, this probably location, when I went to Mall America, I didn't get there until one. So there was only one hour of the event and it was almost every Cleaver raid filled two hours into the event and mall was not super busy. And I kind of figured that like my my worry was like, oh, like I can still solo Cleaver like I have primals and I have like I have more than enough Pokemon to solo. So not that big of a deal. But I was shocked. I was like, wow, the mall's not busy. The event's been active for two hours and people are still jumping in to do Cleaver. So that was like, that was cool. The, the nice yeah. thing about it was that the raids rolled over each hour. So if you finished a Cleaver at one gym in the first hour, you could do it once the hour rolled over. Oh, again. wait, really? Yeah. Oh, now I kind of regret not going out earlier. <laughs> <laughs> I have so it many in-person you, raid passes. Yeah. You for, I mean, to be fair, I'm not surprised that the mall was dead because yesterday was one of the first warm days we've had yeah it was really nice out in a while so people are not people were not inside except at the convention center which was packed full of people doing events so that was all all gyms it would be it was pretty much three cleavers for every gym mm-hmm. oh huh have they done that before i don't know i think that with the avalog raid day it also worked that way oh. if i remember incorrectly wasn't there, there was another? An oh, there was Bravery. Bravery. Yeah, there was a there was a Husuian Avalog raid day oh, the day before Christmas. Yeah, I that. yeah you yeah. weren't doing Avalogs <laughs> on Christmas Eve, Greg. I did a ton of those. I was excited about that. <laughs> I can't catch them in a luxury ball, which immediately dampens anything that I want to do in Go. I what, have three ball choices and they're all bad. What if Niantic sold you five luxury balls for $5? No, I'm not giving that company money. But they're luxury. Yeah, they, but they, I also they, get luxury balls for free in my other games. That's not true. They're 3,000 Poke Dollars. Yeah, but I also can wander around and just find Poke Dollars on the ground and beat up people <laughs> for their lunch money. I mean, <laughs> if I could go beat up people for in real life for luxury balls, look, I might do that. But You should have shook down the prom date when they left the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, I was going to. <laughs> Eyes on you, kids. Should have shook them down. Our eyes met. It's time to battle. You two are in the bathroom. I don't care. It's a double battle. I got experience. It's veteran time and you kids ain't getting off Victory Road. Don't make it to prom because you got beat down by an old guy waiting for a bathroom. <laughs> well, <laughs> we're going to shake you down and run some ads unless you're a premium subscriber and then you get an ad free break. 
So we will but be. You should just send us money. Well, you are because you're a premium. So you're you're just sending the money directly. You're bypassing the middleman at that point. So capitalism is great. We'll <laughs> be right back. Minus. This podcast is brought to you by Aura Frames. Do you take millions of photos just and then you just let them sit on your phone or lost in your files? What if you could take all of those photos you take and put them into one gorgeous frame? You can with a connected frame from Aura. Named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter, The Strategist, and featured in hundreds, hundreds of gift guides, Aura frames are guaranteed to make mom or grandma smile. Think about, we're, we're ahead of that. Think about that. Mother's Day is coming up. You're probably like, I don't know what to get my mom. I don't know what to get my grandma. Even your wife. You should get your wife something for Mother's Day. If if I, your kids probably can't afford a gift, you should get them an Aura frame. Aura frames bring all your photos and videos together in one stunning high-resolution display where mom can really enjoy them. I have an Aura frame in my house right now, and the cool thing, I didn't even know this until I got it, the cool thing is you can send it and set up photos already so when you give it as a gift all they have to do is plug it in and you can you can have all the photos ready for them sometimes you know moms and grandmas aren't really good with technology uh you can handle that all for it so it's like it really is an amazing gift you just open it up boom they put it on their nightstand or their coffee table or their in their kitchen and the photos are ready to go and you know if they want to customize it it has an amazing app, very easy to use. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners of It's Super Effective can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com. That is A-U-R-A-F-R-A-M-E-S frames.com. Use the code SUPER to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frames. This deal ends on May 14th, so don't wait Terms and conditions apply. That is AuraFrames.com and use the code SUPER to get $30 off plus free shipping on an Aura frame. This podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Some of you all spend over $100 a month on streaming services like Netflix, Disney+, Amazon Prime, you name it. But you could be like Will. Will uses ExpressVPN and he saves so much money every month. Let me explain. Your Will right now. You have ExpressVPN. You have it on all the time. Streaming services like Netflix actually have thousands of more shows than you think. You just don't see them because it depends on your country. So like Will, you switch your country and then boom, you're in South Korea, you're in Italy, you see what Netflix has to offer there. At less than $7 a month, ExpressVPN pays for itself and much more. It's a no-brainer. So if you want to get more shows and save more money and be like Will, you can go over to expressvpn.com slash pkmncast. Don't forget to use the link and you can get an extra three months for free. Link is in the show notes. That is expressvpn, E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com slash pkmncast expressvpn.com pkmncast to learn more and we are back from our break it's it's here it's, it's finally officially launching breaking news boop, 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 boop. 
the Pokemon trading card game live to officially yeah. launch alongside digital release of Scarlet and Violet Paldea Evolved expansion. Is it still bad? Do oh yeah, is it still <laughs> is it still yep. not a great product that yep. we're just gonna s- struggle with starting June eighth. We were, just we going say with we, it. we say I say we like I have any interest <laughs> in playing the TCG. We were we were blessed with Direwolf Digital no longer. <laughs> uh, live will officially launch around the world. I, I don't think it's in Japan uh, on June eighth, twenty twenty three, on iOS, Android, Mac OS, and Windows devices following the current beta period. Ahead of the release of the tabletop version, it, ahead of the release of the tabletop version, the latest expansion of the best selling Pokemon. They always say it's the best selling. It will be playable. <laughs> Uh, at 10 a.m. What are they going to say of our mediocre selling game? <laughs> like, we're we just going to be honest with you. This one's, a, this one's a sleeper. It's been a snooze. Boy, we did a bad job on this one, but we hope you buy our next game and the TCG. Uh, you know, that would be refreshing, though. Just have it be like, look, Masters did that. Look, we made a bad game, <laughs> but we're going to fix it. I like in the last segment, Hannah was like, oh, I saw people talking about this. You know what I see people talking about? They're still talking about the cards being stolen two years ago. Hey, I got like that five TikToks. My, my master's pull rates are suffering because of that theft still to this day. I haven't pulled a good five star since the criminals took all of the luck from that factory. Yeah, maybe that's the reason I never get any shinies and go. Yeah, yeah, it's all it's all connected. The, it's all, all stolen connected. from the factory. Uh, in addition to celebrate the official launch of the Pokemon TCG Live, players who log into the game between May second, that's now, and June six, will receive a customi- customization. Will the blah, 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 they will receive special customization accessories, including a coin, a card sleeve, and a deck box. They. Look okay here. It, so it, it just says global beta on them with a Pokeball. Oh no, those are ugly. <laughs> Wowzers! Why would you want to like deal with beta to get that? Because you want you want to be that day one player, Greg. You want to show in, in five years when everyone I'm sure is loving the Pokemon trading card game live. You can be like, I was an OG. I was here when it was suffering. You know, I did that faulty mindset for world of warcraft where i thought yeah i'm gonna pay the most money to be the most first how'd that work out for you (laughs) i might as well have spent the 300 dollars to tattoo sucker on my arm like bobby did i haven't seen this tattoo from bobby (laughs) (laughs) it's because it's hidden he doesn't want to show it oh that makes sense makeup coverage i guess the technical aspects of this if, if if you're still playing tcg oh Pokemon trading card game online, not to be confused. Very similar names. Uh, Are you call this TCGL? Yeah. Or just okay. L, because it's not great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so once you, mer- mo- once you move your stuff from online to live, you can't go backwards. Uh, but you will have to merge it, I'm assuming, around the time of June 8th. What they always told us after they delayed this thing multiple times, remember, this was supposed to come out before Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl. Oh, right. And then they said early next year. And then they were like, actually, we don't know. (laughs) 
Not to be confused with Pokemon Home, where they kept, where they, they, they said spring, and it's still technically spring, and spring's hey, not over yet. spring for a while. It's spring for at least another month. So they said when, when Live was going to officially launch, that they would then sunset slash close online altogether. So I think the best plan of action is still to redeem your code cards in ETCGO. Open them there and then merge them over. Now, live does a thing where online doesn't. Live will only let you have a total of four cards max. And you can't get any more than that. Which, there is no trading in live. So the benefit of having more, you know, 10 Mewtwo EXs was you could trade six of them. But I believe if you, in live, if you open like a fifth, uh, Scala Dirge EX, it will turn into like a dust, and then you can use the dust to whatever. It's either it either turns into dust or you just can't pull it at all, and in that case, you get something else instead. I can't remember that exact specifics because, again, once you merge your collection, you can't go backwards. But also, Scarlet and Violet is not accessible in online, so they kind of were forcing your hand at that point to be like. Well, if you want to play standard, kind of have to move forward. It says that the live is developed and published by the Pokemon Company International. So, I don't know. Again, the only thing that matters out of all of this is whenever Dire Wolf Digital's contract is over, I'm waiting for that documentary. I need to know. I mean, I'm going to say that their contract is over June 8th, 2023. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, but they probably have like a, you know, like a three-year non-disclosure agreement. Non agreement. Um, the legality of those has changed recently. I'm well, not super familiar with it, but I, I, I don't think they I go want, as much So anymore. what Unhinged has changed Dire Wolf Digital Tweets? That's what I want. Here, okay, here's what changed. The Labor Department said that non-disclosure agreements when a person is let go, an individual to not talk bad about their company are not valid. People who were laid off or let go often had their severance pay tied to not speaking ill about the company. And the Labor Department said, nah, rip them a new one. You'll still get your money, according to us. And then all shackles came off. Just look for look in that glass door, boy. Things have just people are off into the future now that they're unfettered and free to talk bad about how bad that companies were. And I'm living for every minute of it. We we did have a couple tweets from Dire Wolf Digital that I think were, for those that don't know, Dire Wolf Digital makes a ton of games. Mm-hmm. And they were making Pokemon trading card game online. And there was a couple tweets, which I think have been deleted since, that were pretty much like, we wanted to do so much with PTCGO, but every time we wanted to do it, the Pokemon company said no. And that was kind of the gist of those tweets of like... Yeah, this isn't our pro. Like we know what we're doing. Finger away, finger away, finger away. <laughs> and Greg has said that, like they, you, Greg, you said you played other games from Direwolf Digital, and they were great. Oh, they're great. I mean, they're doing um, the Root game. Uh, so if you've played the board game Root, uh, they have license to make that. And uh, I mean, full disclosure. I, I'm friends with <laughs> with Patrick who made Root, but 
it's it it's incredibly well done like it is like really good and all of their other games are really good like they have all the clanks for um digital games and they all work great it is so obvious when you look at their other stuff and then look at pokemon trading card game online you're like yeah you were you were not allowed to do anything and they never gave you money because i have i have played so many of the other games and i'm like these are fantastic and they update frequently like root has like 18 million expansions and they're always working on it so it's like clank also yeah. has a bunch of expansions don't they yeah clank has a ton they're also doing the tales of, of Exadia tabletop role-playing game like they are known in that arena for taking board games and card games and making them into really incredible video game products except for pokemon so like draw your own parallels about how the pokemon <laughs> company treated them yeah i mean like uh you know wizards of the coast made the card game for uh, two years three years and then they took it and they kind of got not I, I well you know <laughs> some would say that their card game is the best selling card game yeah that's that's true of all time of all time <laughs> i you know speaking of a game that you know was kind of bad and then they they fixed it pokemon masters ex uh, it, it didn't have the best launch ever. No, it did not. Uh, I think it's in a good place now. Yeah, when they added Smoocher Lodge, <laughs> that game skyrocketed. <laughs> Can't believe we missed this news. This was at the end of April, but uh, Uniqlo is going to release Pokemon Master EX shirts. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Uh, we have discovered the fun fact about Mall of America. There is no Uniqlo there for whatever How? reason. I don't understand we have like 17 walgreens in that mall and not one uniqlo like get it together walgreens is not that necessary i mean i understand you need headache medicine for dealing with the mall but you maybe need two walgreens at that point not not the overabundance and they could go into the now closed Citibank cafe or whatever that no 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 that, they, they, i think i think <laughs> The what? Capital One Cafe disappeared, but it's back now. I think they may have just... Sometimes they'll, like, close a store, yeah. and then it, they'd give you no notice, and then, like, all of a sudden it's back, and it's, like, supposed to be remodeled or refreshed, have, but it's... Have they finally given up on Chicken Guy? Is the Chicken Guy Chicken sign guy is finally gone. gone? Yeah, Chicken Guy is yeah. gone. Put it there. That's but they're expanding the Japanese grocery store, they and are. that is good. That is good. It's also... Not surprised. Who was I talking to about why? Was it on this show? I was talking about why flights to Minnesota were so cheap for. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Long. We were talking yep. about yeah. it on the show. The so, I mean, it is not surprising that the Japanese store of the, like, one of the biggest Japanese tourist spots is thriving. <laughs> They're closing the plant store, though, Greg. Which plant store? That was next to the candy store that was oh, next to the Japanese store. Nobody went into it. Everybody thought the plant store was an extension of the candy store because they looked exactly the same. Oh, yeah. No, the plant, the plant store was 80% off everything. They didn't have much. Had a couple plants. Who would go when you live in a state with, a, with one of the biggest plant groups, Bachmans, 
amongst others, why would you go to the Mall of America for a plant? Because you're also picking up your kayak and your Peloton. So you need to also grab, you know, your your hibiscus on the way out. <laughs> yes, the <laughs> hibiscus plants that notoriously do so well in the Minnesota client climate. <laughs> Uniqlo has announced an upcoming collaboration between it and Pokemon Masters EX. You will be able to wear your favorite Pokemon character and let the world know you're a Pokemon Master. This is off Silicon Era, by the way. Uh, purchasing will begin mid-June 2023. Um, I'm going to say this. If you look at the shirt of Leanne and Cynthia giving each other the death stare, that was me and those two kids at Punch. It's on. Uh, shirts are not actually available. We already know the design and prices. Uh, obviously, article will be linked to the show notes, like always. Uh, there are four different designs for adults and five for kids. Uniqlo will stick to the classic Pokemon Masters EX collabora- uh, collaboration. Characters in- including Red, Pikachu, and Eevee. And then they have the shirts. Apparently, they did a collaboration with the Super Mario Brothers movie, Attack on Titans, Splatoon 3. Yeah, Uniqlo does a bunch of collaborations. Yeah. They've done Pokemon before at least once, I think twice. Uh, they're, they're, they're okay shirts. I they're mean, Florida, I got the, the... Spy X, uh, the Spy X family shirt because they had a whole thing with them, <laughs> too. These shirts are better in that it's at least the Pokemon Masters art that they've just taken and pasted onto the shirts yeah. instead of being the official normal main series games artwork that they're just taking and pasting onto the shirts. I purchased that Adidas Blastoise shirt, which is just like, let me just take the Ken Sugimori art and slap it right on and then put the Adidas logo <laughs> next to it. To be uh, full disclosure, I did I did get gifted a $25 gift card from the Pokemon company. So I was like, ah, okay, I'll get it. I'll get the hoodie. No, neither Pokemon nor Adidas made me feel validated in that purchase. It was just like, not, uh, not a great hoodie. Like, just didn't fit really well. Wasn't like super soft. Just no, an was expensive that, one. Was that 2022 or earlier? That was last fall. I purchased that because yeah. I think that Adidas, that whole Adidas collection came out in what, like September or October. The yeah. shoes, the shoes sold out like the instantly. The shoes sold out blink of an eye but they did like sweatpants they did hoodies i think they did shirts um they did, i like, still leggings. only slightly regret when we were at the mall of america that i didn't buy those pokemon pants the Levi's? yeah yeah you should got the Levi's. but every time i think about it i remember i really didn't like them <laughs> like <laughs> like i remember looking at them and going the mm. levi's collection had those green collage like pants right yeah. yeah yeah i really wanted those those the were only, too expensive the, for me the only thing that changed my remember that the last time at the mall of america that was a guy that was in head to toe of that levi collection yeah. that was the first time i thought okay i could see it <laughs> yeah he looked pretty good honestly yeah i mean he wore it well he wore it with confidence let's say that yeah, there hasn't been a lot of, you know, we're, what, May? There hasn't really been a lot of collaborations this year. Mm-mm. The only one from this Uniqlo that I like, I think, is the black and white one. With the villains on the Yeah, back? with the villains. Yeah. The villain the ones Pikachu really good. ones aren't bad either. The yeah. yellow kids Pikachu shirt is pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I do like the blue Leon Cynthia is, is about to go down shirt. I think that's a good one. <laughs> The design is nice on that, but the yeah. blue is too bright, I think. It's hard to see the 
It's hard to see the design. Yeah, that that is the point. People have to get close. <laughs> yeah, they got squint. And then the battle is on. Like, if it's across the way and they can see it, you're not going to lock eyes. You're not going to shake them down for money or luxury balls. But when they get close, you're in now. I don't know if I like Uniqlo's clothing. I feel like their clothing is very boxy. I, that, that's the look they're going for, for sure. Right. It's but, definitely a style. Yeah, I don't it know if is, I... Uh, it is... A signature androgyny that works on a lot of bodies. I think it works with I, all the people they picked here. Like, I think it looks yeah. great on these people in these I photos. I think it works on some people. It definitely yeah. doesn't work on all people. I don't right. think it works. Unique clothes, clothes don't work on me. <laughs> yeah, I think I, I don't. I don't think I look good in boxy. I like a very yeah. fitted, very fitted look. Yeah, I mean, you're a slip of a thing. Like, I don't know. I got on the scale the other day, Greg, and I was like, oh, this is the heaviest I've ever been. I really, it really destroyed my confidence level, honestly. Yeah. This is why you just what don't, is it? So don't you're on a scale. What? You're 98 <laughs> pounds in wet clothing? Like, I don't know, Greg. I'm getting old. Maybe my metabolism is, is... I warned you. I have warned you about this very thing. I'm going to have to start that counting this calories. Is all when you couldn't eat fast food without your insides revolting, I warned you then. Your metabolism is going to come back. So now you have to go with me to the gym and get swole. Mm, okay. I'll teach you a few things. I feel like I feel like I would I I could do okay on a treadmill. You don't go <laughs> <laughs> What is our uh where's our news? What's our next article here? <laughs> oh, the Hisuian snow stuff. Uh, Hannah was the one that dropped this in our... Do you want to talk about it? Uh, if I can get it open. So Hisuian Snow won a... I mean, it seemed pretty big award. The Webby Awards winner for the animation category. And so this was a short series of videos that they put out on YouTube. It was, I think, three uh, less than 10-minute episodes. So the whole mm -hmm. thing altogether is less than 30 minutes. Um about a little kid in Hisui and a Hisui in Zoroa, and it's a very cute, very cool, little, well-animated, beautiful short, and it won. Mm-hmm. It won a Webby. Yeah. Which, all the trophy names are poorly named. So the, the really cool thing about Hisui and Snow is that you can tell at which point in time it happens related to the games. Because mm -hmm. the space-time distortions have already started appearing. So you know that it's near to the time when Legends takes place. But you also know that it's before when Legends takes place. Because uh, Captain Silene is still part of the not... What are the different cores' names? Oh, uh... <laughs> Shoot. I think she's still part of the security core. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the red ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's before she starts her own and is in charge of the one that you are in when you're part of the town. So you can tell that this takes place right before the games start, that this little kid or that the events of this series are quite possibly one of the main reasons people in the village start befriending Pokemon. That this this short is kind of the catalyst for people in the village even kind of trusting Pokemon. Yeah. It was really done. It's a very beautiful animated 
short. Mm-hmm. I, I never ended up watching it. I was waiting for all three to come out. And then, I, yeah. Hey, spoiler! All three are out. <laughs> Dang! <laughs> they all came out more than more than a year ago. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I didn't what... watch it. I didn't watch it until last weekend. So that's fair. Yeah, I can't remember what happened. Where like something? How am I on a podcast with two non-fans? <laughs> I was also True. waiting for them all to come out. I thought there would be more than three, and then I lost track of it. And then it won an award, so I figured I should probably finally watch this thing. Yeah. It's just free on YouTube. This reminds me that that uh, Netflix thing is supposed to come out with the Psyduck that they showed at Pokemon. Oh Day. yeah, yeah. The was that like Pokemon Concierge? Parad- oh yeah, Concierge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was going to say Paradise. I don't know. They're on a beach. <laughs> they're at a beach. Po- oh well, you know that means Poke Political is coming back, which means we're getting remakes confirmed. Remakes confirm. Yeah, let me pick up those beans off that Poke Pelago. That was the best part. Ah, the best part was the spa, the egg hatching spa. Oh man, I miss the egg hatching spa. God, so it was so good. We're back in the bad days now. Yeah. Now we're just fighting to get decent frame rate. <laughs> it it is. We are recording this on Sunday, like always. Two o'clock right now. Um, they normally announce new raids at Seven. Seven central time. So, you know, if this podcast goes up and you're like, why didn't you talk about the Mega Mewtwo raid coming? Because um, we already recorded. Yep. Although Legend of Zelda uh, Tears of the Kingdom comes out this weekend. I wonder what the overlap of Zelda and <laughs> Pokemon players are. <laughs> okay, true story. <laughs> Somebody put up a T-O-T-K, which is the abbreviation leaks. But my brain read that as TikTok leaks. And I'm like, what is leaking about TikTok? <laughs> the TikTok leaks are coming. What is going on? I can't even hear about this. Like, is there something juicy? Is did some create TikTok creator leak something? And then they were like, oh, it's Zelda. And I was like, well, I'm out. That's not uh, interesting. The Reggie Drago makeup raids are also this weekend. Hopefully they'll go smoothly this time. Spoiler. Um, they won't. Uh, yeah, you know, I think if you're in a specific time zone, New Zealand slash a couple hours after that, you you'll get like a couple of free raid passes. Um, I, I think, think that's right. That's what they said. Uh, but yeah, Tears of the Kingdom comes out this weekend. I I don't for I know there were some people that are like, there's no way Pokemon would do an event the same weekend as Tears of the Kingdom. I want to remind people that the Pokemon company released a brand new game and also had the uh, European International Championships for the old game. On the same weekend that happened, and on top of that, there was also Commute Day, all on the same weekend. I would uh, like if, to point I, you to if, August. If I, if I remember of this <laughs> very year, if you think they're good at scheduling, I would like to point you at the month of August. If, if I remember correctly, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire came out the same exact day as a Super Smash Brothers game. I don't remember which one it was. It was the Wii U one, I think. Which, to be fair, no one owned a Wii U. So maybe that was the right play. Um, I owned a Wii U. <laughs> I did too. And then somebody stole it. Uh, so I, I don't think just because Zelda is coming out this weekend, they're going to skip a raid weekend, especially since we have had four back-to-back now, right? It was Decidueye, Samurott, Typhlosion, Intellion. There was no weeks in between for that. There are three. We talked about this last week. There are three starters left, technically. So if one, two, 
Uh, I, I mean, if they were to do the last three, that's six more weeks of raids, and that would be around the time where summer is starting and spring is ending, and Pokemon Home, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what they're. I don't know what their Pokemon Home plan is, uh, but if it's we need to pump out the rest of these starter raids before we connect, maybe it kind of lines up a little bit. Yeah, that would kind of make sense. I I don't I don't know. I'm kind of hoping they eventually repeat, um, just for the people who missed them. Oh, they will. This company thrives on repeat. <laughs> 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 That's why we're getting Reggie Drago again. They love the repeats. They love the repeats. I mean, look, that's we're going to get 15 Mewtwo raids. So, yeah. And then the as of this recording, the global challenge three is ending. Uh, who knows if there's a global challenge four? I, I don't know. I mean, we're out of potential ball backpacks if we follow the ball guy shirt. It's true. Yeah, if we're basing it off the ball guy shirt, there's nothing after an ultra ball. They stopped. They only made they three. They stopped. Nothing else after that. I think I misspoke two weeks ago. I think I said the new VGC season starts on June 1st. Um, it actually ends on June 30th. So technically, July 1st would be a new... That would be the regulation D or whatever we were talking about. If that's the case, so the... International championships for the NAIC is going to be June 29th to 30th. And then regulation D ideally starts on July 1st, which would then take us to worlds. But that's only about a month of that regulation. So I don't know if that would be the final regulation for worlds or if it's C. And I, I did suggest or think that like oh hasuian pokemon would be the next but i guess they could technically do you're allowed maridon or Coridon, but not both and that would be the final regulation before hasuian pokemon um which i i guess kind of makes sense because that's kind of how sun and moon slash ultra sun and moon were but like sword and shield got so messed up because there was no <laughs> world <laughs> So I don't I don't know what the I don't know if regulation C will be the final one for worlds or if they're going to do a month and a half of regulation D for worlds. And if it is regulation D and it's not Hisuian Pokemon, then it would just be you're allowed to use Maridon and Coridon, but only one of them. And that would complete all 400 Pokemon in the Pokedex. Um, That seems scary, I guess, <laughs> to be like, here's the last yeah. Regulate. There's like no tournaments anymore, but they can also say like, okay, regulation D is starting. This will run for three months, like every other regulation. But worlds will be regulation C, which makes it just weird that like people going to worlds aren't going to even bother with regulation D until. Yeah, that would be weird. Yeah. So I I'm, I guess we'll we'll find out. I think that's it. I think that's all our Pokemon news. A little bit of a shorter show today, but I think it's Golden Week in Japan, or... Is it already? What? I guess it might be. Is it not the first week of May? Never remember. Golden Week of Japan holiday is Saturday, April 29th through Friday, May 5th. Oh, okay. So it just ended. 
It just ended. And we just reported on the best news I could have gotten in that week of no news. So <laughs> I would say that's a win. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't we have a golden week? Because we don't we have, have any holidays. We have Hallmark holidays, Greg. What's the Hallmark holiday to you? Mm, Valentine's Day? Okay, that's one. <laughs> that's still not a week. <laughs> Sweetest day. <laughs> No, we we don't get long breaks. No, we don't get this country no. doesn't. We don't do a week. A week off. Do you know how much work you could be doing mm -hmm. in that week? That's true. That's true. Um. All right. Well, we will be back next week. If you're uh, watching on YouTube, like, comment, uh, subscribe, all that stuff. Hit the bell. Hit 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 the ring a ding. Hit the ding. bell. Hit the thumb. Hit the red button. And then if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, if you want to review or all that stuff, that's that's very helpful. But thank you for making it to the end. That's awesome. Uh, we hope you have a great week. Uh, we will be back next week. I'm sure there will be some raid boss or something we'll talk about. So thank you for listening. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you, Greg. Thank you, Hannah. This has been another episode of the Pokemon Podcast. And we are super effective. Not worrying about hatching Larvesta at all, but I think Greg and I are going to say to anyone who hasn't watched Hisuian Snow yet, you should probably go yeah. and watch it. It's Steve. really good. Okay, I will. <laughs> now, like, <laughs> st stop recording it. We, if we do not see you firing that up the minute with that recording goes off, I'm coming to your house. <laughs>